welcome to the 365 Talk social media podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking specifically about e-commerce success on TikTok. This is something that has genuinely fascinated me so much over the last year, both 2020 and in the start of 2021, how products sell out so quickly, how people have really transformed the platform to sell products, showcase products, in a way that is so unique, so different to any other social platform. So today I wanted to talk about two different things. One of which is the Shopify integration into TikTok, which is particularly interesting for business owners or people that use Shopify that are looking to actually work more specifically on the platform in a way that will direct traffic to their website. And then I also just wanted to talk about products themselves that have sold out, small businesses that have blown up, that have just done so amazingly well on TikTok and it's just so interesting to see. So if this is something that interests you, I would absolutely love it if you headed over to Apple Podcasts and left us a review. It really helps us decide what type of topics to talk about in the future. If there's any particular episodes you've really enjoyed, please do let us know on social and don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family too if you are enjoying it. But with that all said and done, I'm going to dive straight into this topic because it's something that really interests me if you can't tell already. And so without further ado, let's dive straight in. So as I mentioned, 2020 was a crazy year for growth on TikTok with a projected growth of 39% already towards 2024. So it's going to be so, so huge even in years to come. And it's caused a wave in the e-commerce industry, no doubt. From viral products selling out in seconds to blowing up small businesses and sharing hacks and tips that encourage purchasing behavior based on a few seconds of video. Now in January, 2021, TikTok was the top grossing non-game mobile app globally which is insane for a new social network and particularly interesting if you work within social media to understand how quickly these platforms just kind of roll and integrate. I remember actually I follow um, someone that strangely works at Depop on Instagram and they were talking about TikTok in a couple of years ago and I remember thinking hang on, this could be huge and have kind of just watched the evolution of the platform and it has been huge. And I just remember thinking all of these brands that have got so ahead back then are laughing now because now everyone's starting to download it. They're already just miles ahead. So it's so interesting to see it when this happens. And I remember as well when things like Instagram came in, even back in the day when like Facebook first come about, just the way in which it constantly involves. And that's what I love about working in social media marketing is that nothing ever stays the same. Even if you wanted it to, it's constantly changing. You're constantly learning and you're constantly adapting, which is so, so great and so creative too. So based on a report by Apptopia, there was 89 million installs of the TikTok app in 2020 from the US alone and hundreds of millions more around the world. It ranked first ahead of Instagram in the US, which had 62 million. Facebook was third with 53 million and Snapchat got fourth place with 51 million. The TikTok user penetration is to rise from 31% in 2020 to 39% by 2024. This shows that it's scheduled for more and more success over the next few years and why if you aren't yet, it's relevant for your business, you should be utilizing the platform so much. Now what's particularly interesting as well is that TikTok had a 500% increase in the number of US advertisers in 2020. Since late 2020, it has been signed a number of major brands including Boss, McDonald's, Kate Spade, and so many more. According to eMarketer, TikTok's user penetration in the US rose from 17.3% in 2019 to 31.1% in 2020. It will further increase to 39.3% by 2024. 
sending its market value from 61 billion to 160 billion. And while those stats speak specifically about US advertisers, it's not specifically based on US advertisers, but typically trends in the UK, especially in the advertising form, normally follow suit in terms of what the US are doing. We're kind of normally trailing behind a little bit, so it's only gonna rise so much more, not just in America, but also in the UK as well. So as I mentioned in the intro, Shopify are launching a partnership to help UK businesses thrive and scale using TikTok, which is so amazing for anyone that is using Shopify currently. TikTok and Shopify have this week announced a partnership in the UK, helping Shopify merchants create and run ad campaigns directly geared towards the highly engaged 100 million strong TikTok community in Europe. The partnership underlines how TikTok and Shopify are helping businesses embrace new ideas, trends and insights, helping Shopify merchants to stay ahead by authentically engaging with the TikTok community in a simple, scalable way. Since launching its TikTok for Business platform, TikTok has seen brands make real connections with users by embracing the creativity that makes the platform unique and it's this authenticity of real connections that means so much more on social media than just follower numbers and things like that. It's the community, it's the hub of what you're talking about and the hub of your business. And so I love that TikTok encourages that kind of communication as well. In the past year, Shopify has seen high growth in the UK market with the number of new store creations on Shopify increasing by 116% versus 2019. This is of course gonna be due to the pandemic, people starting small businesses, operating from home or seeking a new dream, but also there's been so much success by people launching small businesses on TikTok as well. And of course, some of the UK's fastest growing brands use Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform to sell online from high growth companies such as Gymshark, Allbirds and Lounge, as well as next generation or small and medium-sized businesses. And I think that, and many of our clients that work within e-commerce typically use Shopify Shopify as well. It's incredibly easy to use. It's very easy to navigate and it's great in terms of updating stock and things like that. Um, Shopify is really, really innovative for businesses of all sizes. And I found this quote online from the managing director of Shopify EMEA. And I think that this just hit the nail on the head. So I wanted to just read it out and share it with you in this podcast, because I think that once again, if you are using Shopify and you're using TikTok, but you're not connecting the two, it's really, really advantageous to actually do so. So she has put, the past year has been one of immense change for retailers who've had to be agile in a rapidly evolving retail landscape. Today, the way that entrepreneurs start, run and grow businesses is permanently altered, as has how consumers shop. Brands are having to compete like never before to get the attention of buyers. The goal is for businesses to make it easier for buyers to discover their brands. With the new TikTok partnership, Spotify merchants in the UK connect with new customers in a way that can help them build their brand, drive sales and create engaged communities. Through the partnership, Shopify merchants of all sizes can access core function of the TikTok for Business Ads Manager, compromising its easy to use tools to create and manage ads on the platform without leaving the Shopify dashboard. And then another quote as well that I wanted to share with you is from Lisa Friedrich. I believe that's how I've probably absolutely murdered the way in which you pronounce her surname, but she's the head of SMB at TikTok Europe and she has said the businesses thriving today are continuing to innovate in order to find the best ways to engage with customers as the home of joyful creativity and with a hugely diverse audience we are very excited about how this new partnership will be able to help brands in the quest over the past 12 months we've seen such resilience from founders and entrepreneurs across Europe including the UK who have brought energy creativity and new ideas they'll be at the heart of future economic growth 
This partnership will hopefully be a game changer for Spotify merchants in the UK, helping them quickly, effectively and accurately reach and target audiences online and convert that into spend. And already Shopify and TikTok have already teamed up with a number of innovative businesses in the UK and more widely in Europe to showcase the power of TikTok and Shopify's partnership. And there's tons of more examples if you were to actually wanting to sign up and get more involved within that. There's tons of more quotes of other businesses that have used it from both small businesses and then larger ones too. I just wanted to focus on what Shopify and TikTok said specifically from a business point of view if you're listening to this and you are currently using Shopify. Now, whilst TikTok does e-commerce the question is can the supply chain keep up as an innovative new entrant into the ever-increasing e-commerce market Sean Hopwood actually spoke to business leader she's SVP of B2B operations at Blue Jay Solutions regarding the future of UK supply chains and she said really interestingly that following the systematic shift in the way we've shopped during the crisis the interest in e-commerce and social commerce may have been accelerated now, as Gen Z social media favourite TikTok embraces the trend with shopping channel style infomercials, it's clear that organisations are getting creative with commerce, but can the tech behind it keep up? Today, shoppers expect brands to be always on and provide real-time product information, such as whether a product is available in a particular store and delivery timeframes. But to do this requires two things. Visibility into inventory levels and the ability to communicate real-time information to partners, suppliers and customers alike. Businesses must be able to replicate this in the real world of transit and logistics. The key will be to streamline and optimise processes throughout the supply chain from freight to delivery on the last mile. Those which manage to make delivery as seamless as scrolling through a social media feed will come out on top, having successfully met the expectations of this new generation of social-minded shoppers. So the next question then kind of on everyone's mind is has TikTok created a shift in how social media platforms will be used in the future? The rise in popularity of newer social media channels such as TikTok has definitely pioneered a new approach to social engagement. TikTok has encouraged old and established brands to communicate in a very different way. Traditionally, many massive corporations adhere to strict brand guidelines scrutinised by multiple channels before approval. Many businesses, corporate and traditional in its marketing and advertising formats, stepped right out of these tight parameters in 2020 and started using TikTok. TikTok advertising has a native style and in using the platform for advertising, many brands are completely disregarding the traditional guidelines and actually creating native content. From an organic and marketing perspective, this is massively a huge transition and so far removed from typical FMCG brand communication. Examples of brands having employees in amusing beauty videos, wrapping gimmicky products, doing dances, doing product demos and stuff like that. This is not just happening at individual store levels though this is happening on main brand accounts and I love that it's given these people more of an identity I actually before starting this podcast I was scrolling through TikTok because I seemed to lose myself in that app and I noticed that I saw a couple of videos from the Superdrug brand page but it's all of these different hacks and makeup hacks from people within stores and that's great because you've got your employees involved within it but it's also very organic it might be something that you are likely to have that conversation in store so the one I actually saw was about spraying your face mask with tea tree oil to prevent mask knee or acne from your mask and it's something like that that someone could genuinely have just said within a super drugstore if you're looking at products and you would have been like oh hey like what product would you recommend for this they're sharing that but it's such an organic way it's not 
advertising the product specifically. I think they showed the product, but it's not too staged. It is just an organic way in which you would just have that one-on-one -on -one with a customer in store. And that's what's changing. It's that lack of stageness. It's that creativity, but in a really organic way that when I spoke about the 2021 trends for the year in a previous podcast episode, this was an integral part of that. This also shows that traditional marketing approaches are outdated and to have best results on social media, you need to be both quick, creative and innovative. A chain of approvals could leave you too late for a trend. So if you're someone that has to create content but it has to go X, Y, Z before you can post it, chances are on TikTok you've lost that moment and the time that you've made to do that, you really need to force a conversation about operations if that's still the case. TikTok is something you need to be able to pick up, go and do. Of course, there's gonna be things you can and can't do and you need to keep it on brand, but you also need to be quick and creative. And while Shopify has helped this transition from a brand perspective, I also wanted to share how TikTok has increased the hyper products and made people act and buy quicker than ever before on a consumer level. Even before, a YouTube video would encourage a purchase, but this video length is longer, whereas the impact potential of TikTok is outstanding considering the videos are only between 30 seconds and 60 seconds. And I've got a couple of examples that I wanted to share with you. And let me know if you've had this experience, either with the products I'm mentioning, which would be really funny, but if not, if there's other products that you have been totally influenced by TikTok to buy from a consumer point of view, that realistically, without kind of seeing the videos on there or even repeated videos of showing a very similar product that you probably wouldn't have bought in a traditional sense. So one of the examples here is around Christmas time, the Dyson Airwrap, which is basically an air controlled heating tool for your hair. So it would straighten your hair, it's a hair dryer, it's a curling tongue. I'm sure most people are familiar with that. They basically were completely out of stock everywhere, hugely due to the popularity on TikTok. These are products that are 450 pounds a purchase. So not typically for everyone, but they did sell out with waiting lists of hundreds of thousands of people on popular websites like Boots, Dyson and John Lewis. Now what's interesting here is that it's not a product that's a couple of pounds. This is a big hefty purchase and it's not for everyone and it's also not for people that have low disposable incomes a month, but to have a waiting list of hundreds of thousands of people, it showcased that the supply chain couldn't match demand. It's one of those things that then once the hype kind of gains and gains momentum, it's like actually, is it worth what I thought it was gonna do or is it as good as the hype? And I think again, that is something that people are often left a little bit disappointed sometimes by things that they've purchased from TikTok videos because People are so creative at showing that something is amazing that when you get it at home, it's not the same kind of impact and you have to be able to do that thing yourself. So someone might be a really talented makeup artist and showcase a product and use a product in a way that you're like, I must have it, but you get it at home. If you're not trained in makeup application, chances are you're not gonna get the same kind of effect or you're not gonna have the studio lighting that they're using on their videos. And so things like that, that I, from a marketing perspective, I can kind of see through the lines a little bit, but it's, I'm still totally drawn in and I probably spend far too much of my time on TikTok. Another recent example is the KVD Vegan Beauty 
good apple foundation. So linking back to makeup there. One popular beauty influencer on TikTok shared the insane coverage which went viral and snowballed sales and, and other creators replicated the video showcasing how amazing the coverage was on this foundation, which caused a huge surge in sales which demand couldn't meet. What's interesting here though is that on YouTube, the sentiment shifted with the majority of influencers that tried the product actually complained that whilst the wow impact was there when you first try it, it didn't wear well throughout the day and it was kind of horrible come the end of the day depending on your skin type. But that's not something that you see on TikTok. You just see the initial application and you're like, oh my gosh, wow. But actually YouTube then extends the narrative a little bit and the sentiment really shifted from a really positive one to one that was mainly negative because the videos on TikTok almost glamorized it too much. And TikTok is almost seen as a highlight showreel and the impact that sells and drives revenue, whereas the TikTok and the YouTube influencers are slightly different in the way in which they perform. There's also been a ton of success for small businesses who have created a community from TikTok. An example for this is a brand that I follow on TikTok called Totes For You. And she basically makes tote bags, which is how she started out, but then it's again snowballed, which I'm gonna talk about now. So admittedly started by a young girl in her house, which has expanded from tote bags to hoodies, notebooks, and more. First of all, people will always fall in love with a product and shared in an authentic and human way, people then fall in love with the business or business owner. For Totes For You, the girl is constantly humbled and shares her business journey online, both highlights and lowlights, and has rallied a huge following by asking for feedback, sharing day in the life videos, and even how she ropes in her mum to help her pack orders. With feedback, she's been able to upgrade designs, packaging, transformed a hobby into a full business with a huge scope to continue with success away from TikTok. Now she's got that established sales base. And this is where it's truly magical and social platforms do wonders for small creators. I love seeing it from a small business perspective because it really can be life-changing. And she did it so right because she would ask for feedback and genuinely take it on board. It's not a business that's kind of saying, what do you think of this and that, but actually already knows the outcome. She was genuinely like, what do you guys wanna see? Like, how can I make this better? And a recent example there is that people were saying about her packaging and she then got personalized packaging to make it more of a like nicer user experience. And that she would never have done when it was a hobby, but now she can take on that feedback and she's just doing so, so well. And whilst going viral isn't guaranteed, it is proven to be relevant and relatable to younger audiences, is that TikTok is the place to be. Thinking outside the box and being genuinely funny also gets you far, but forcing trends, not so much. It's changed how people buy products and I'm sure board members at particularly large brands are thinking, how do we become impactful for consumers on TikTok? How do we have that wow factor? And that's conversations that people that are probably a lot older than me are having to kind of understand and take a step back and really kind of hone in how people are using the app and how you make that impact. So with that all said, I would love to know how TikTok has impacted your spending behavior. Have you been sucked into a trend that realistically you probably wouldn't have done if you hadn't have seen certain videos? And have you bought an impulse based on a short video on TikTok? I would absolutely love to know. I cannot wait to see the continued growth on the platform. I think it's so interesting. I just find it amazing how certain people can just mime lyrics to a song or do a dance and have a huge success. It's so interesting, but I love it because TikTok does feel so much more authentic. I think because Instagram has now 
push too much towards a shopping platform. I certainly use it less and I scroll through TikTok more and the way in which your behavior changes on social normally is an indication of how the world's behavior is changing and there is so much growth on here. So if you are an e-commerce business, definitely check out the Shopify link as well, because I think that that would be so interesting to see how you gain success from that. But also from a consumer's point of view, if you've listened to this podcast, just have in the back of your mind when you next scroll through TikTok, how influenced are you to buy certain products? If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. But with that all said and done, I will speak to you guys in next week's episode. If there's any topics you'd like us to discuss, as always, please feel free to reach out and let us know. Otherwise, I'll speak to you guys then. Bye!